right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Buck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Buck, and today it's a social spotlight edition of the podcast with Justin Algeyer of Junior Motorsports, who is currently competing in the Xfinity Series playoffs heading into Charlotte Motor Speedway this weekend. And Justin took some time out from the playoffs to talk about social media last week at Dover International Speedway. Really nice to sit down with Justin because he's such a good talker. He always has interesting things to say. He enjoys talking. He's personable. So it was sort of an excuse for me to catch up with him a little bit and talk about all things social media. All right, everybody. I'm here with Justin Algeyer. And Justin, um, we were just talking. I mean, you've been on social media for a long time now, and I feel like you've kind of gone through the ups and downs with it, and you've been there for the rise um, so first of all, I just want to start out by asking, how has your personal use evolved over the years to what it is now? You know, I think that there's a fine balance because in, in one aspect, you know, I think for me, I was on social media before I had a child. And I think that having a child, it changes how you spend your time and, and how much time you have to devote to certain things. And, and I think for me too, just the stresses and the pressures and the, the, the time allotment of what we do um, here right now is is a lot greater than what it was whenever I first got on social media. So <clears throat> I'm probably not on as much as I would like to be. I, I take that back. I'm on a lot. I just don't necessarily post a lot. And, and the reason why is because um, I just, I don't know, I struggle because I, I love the interaction of it and I love being a part of it. And, and to be honest with you, my wife is great at social media and i i learn a lot from her on a daily basis um but on the on the flip side of it you know some things i just don't i'm kind of living in the moment of things instead of documenting them in some ways that's good uh but in other ways like it's it's kind of bad so i've struggled with social media on and off because i you know there's times where i wish i was better at it and then there's other times where i wish i had never started and and just kept off of it but i love the interaction with the fans you know i'm i'm my challenge is is that 140 characters is just not really necessarily always enough to to communicate with our fans, and that's that's tough because you know you you're talking um, you know at Chicagoland alone, I went through like 800 tweets of just stuff of people sending congratulations. Well, I went through 250 text messages, you know, so it's like there's no way you could ever respond to every one of them and not get lost and not like, I mean, I have people that, that are like, man, I text you after Chicago and I'm like, you did. And it, one of them was my picture, one of my picture members. And I was like, man, I didn't even see it. So, you know, I think that there's a fine balance there and I, I kind of struggle with what that balance should be. So, uh, you touched on this, but being a dad, how much time does, you know, I, I, I'm picturing that you'd, before you'd sit there when you had more free time on your hands, uh, you'd sit there on the couch looking through tweets or something. Um, being a dad that requires your attention at home, how much does that take you off it? Even if you, even if you want to be at, on it, how much less time do you have for it? Well, now I find myself like getting on and like scrolling to the top, right? Like what's going on right now. And if I have a few free minutes, you know, I'm, I'm looking at what's going on in the current, current moment. The challenge with that is, is I'm, I'm the typical, uh, my wife gets so mad at me because I'm, I'm the typical, I want to go through every tweet until I get to the top, right? So, or if, or if it's Instagram or if it's Facebook, like I've got to read all of them and see what's going on. And I have to go in order and I have to go like at my pace. So she gets so mad at me because she's like, 
you literally can get off of Twitter without scrolling to the top. Like, it's not going to be in the world. I'm like, no, because then if I get off, I don't know where I'm like, you know, when you come back on, it refreshes and then I'm going to lose all that. So I've kind of gotten in the habit now of like trying to get out of that and just scrolling to the top and being done with it. But on the flip side of it, you know, like especially Instagram, if you're on Instagram, you know, you, there's a lot you miss. Like, because it's, it doesn't necessarily come in order. Yeah. It comes in whatever it thinks you want to see. So, like, I'm missing a lot of things that would be things that I would want to see and, and usually seeing the crap that nobody wants to see, you know, on my feed. So, um, I don't know. I, I struggle with that part of it. You know, I, I my wife posts a lot, posts a lot of videos and, and pictures of my daughter. And, and not that I don't want to post those pictures or videos, but she's usually the one taking them and then I'm going to end up posting the same photo she posts and more than likely most of my fans follow my wife anyways so it's like it's just easier to 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 let her let her do that part of it um but it's just I don't know I there isn't a good way to do it I'll be honest with you like there's not a good way to balance it you know I'm typically reading twitter at you know 10 30 11 o'clock at night 12 o'clock at night in bed you know or when I get up in the morning or when I'm out by myself and I've got five minutes you know i'll sit in my truck if i get somewhere a little early i'll sit in my truck and scroll through but that i think leads to me not posting as much because i'm i'm typically not on whenever i would want to post something cool so i don't know i I think that's probably the biggest challenge with having a child and and having all the responsibilities that we have right now that's you touched on a, a few really interesting things there you know it's instagram how like arrogant is it on their part where they think that they know what's best for you to see i want to see all the posts like you in order and yet you can't do that it's so frustrating with instagram that is the really frustrating part i i tend to um i always get in that moment of like okay so i'll think of somebody's post and i'm like man i haven't seen their post in a while go to their page and i'm like oh man they have five new posts that i haven't looked at right so I'll go through and look at them, but then you get in that moment of like, do I like all five of them, <laughs> right? Or do I not like them? Because then like their feed's gonna be blown up with like, hey, Justin Allgaier, I liked all your photos. But on the flip side of it, if I don't like them and they like, you know, Justin Allgaier hasn't been liking my photos lately. It, it like especially if they like my photos, right? So then then you're like, man, I don't know. So so to be honest with you, I have actually gone on a on a binge of not liking anything because i don't know when it's from right like i don't know if it's four days ago or if it was if it was 20 minutes ago you know uh so i i agree with you on that i think for sure that it it could it could be done better now that being said i'm gonna pull my phone out here so on instagram i follow i follow 1858 people and on twitter uh i follow 1400 people so in that regard like sometimes it gets a little bit challenging because like you'll go on times where nobody will post and you're like man i gotta go like search hashtags or search things that are like you know i'll go to like the trending and then there's other times where everybody seems to want to post at the exact same time and you're like scrolling up scrolling up scrolling up scrolling up scrolling up, and you're like man i've only made it like three minutes you know and so uh that's the other challenge too is like people people are in waves right companies come in waves like everybody does things on a different schedule and nine times out of ten they all do it on the same schedule so that makes it a little bit challenging but i wish i wish instagram was better at that i also wish facebook was a little bit more user-friendly as far as like going back and seeing stuff Um, because like i'll go on and you know look at a page and if i go through and approve posts on my page 
then when I when I go back to my main feed, it'll be all the posts that I just approved, and some of them might be from ten days ago. So it doesn't necessarily work either. So I, I've struggled with all of that, but at the end of the day, I guess it it really doesn't matter as long as you as long as you have the people that you want to see and you get their stuff liked or commented on or retweeted or whatever you're gonna do there. It makes it worth it. So that's interesting about Facebook, though. Um, a lot of people uh, just seem to be kind of down on Facebook, at least driver wise, or that, you know, they kind of ignore it. They have somebody else manage it. Sounds like you are still managing your personal page, uh, your, your professional page. I mean, um, yourself, um, what is the value there? Cause I mean, there's still the most people on Facebook and yet it kind of gets ignored. So it's, it, there's a lot of value there. How do you, uh, use that for your professional work? Well, I still look at everything, um, and I still try to do some, some of the, um, official page. I still do all of my, so all of my accounts, my personal accounts are, I, I don't let anybody else touch them. The only person that has access is my wife. And the only reason is like if, if she wants to keep people updated while I'm in the car, she has done that before, but we typically don't do that. Um, now on my official Facebook page, um, my PR girl, Megan, um, she does do some of the posting on there. And, and the only reason for that is, is because I feel like it went dormant for a while. Like I went, I got on there one day to like to, I was checking stuff out and the last post it was like, eight months before that and I was like that kind of defeats the purpose of having an official page if there's not going to be any posts on it so I um and then I went through a spell where I, it's tied to my Instagram and so I was posting like you know on Instagram you have the option to like put, post on Twitter post on Facebook well I didn't know that it wasn't posting it so like there was a glitch between the two and I went like three or four months where I didn't know that the pictures that I were posting weren't getting posted onto it so now uh I I let her do some of the posts on it, like some of the things that they're going to post or some of the things that she thinks are important. I'll, I've you know, given her access to be able to put some stuff on there just so that there's at least content on there. But then I still go back through and reread, you know, all the, the comments and, and try to keep up with what's going on and what people are saying. And, I, you know, at the end of the day, it's important to me. Like, I, I don't know that what you post is necessarily the most important. It's more the interaction that that I think is probably more important to, to people. And so I think that's where I've, I've kind of gone with it is like I'll post as much as I can post on my own personal stuff. But then on like the official page, I let her do it. And, and it goes the same with the website. You know, like it's crazy how much websites have changed, you know, from, from years past. I mean, mine now is more of a um, kind of a news hub slash social media hub, right? So like you get the news that the team's going to send out of a press release or whatever. And then the rest of it is all social media um like on your on your main page right now there's obviously other tabs that you can go to other places but you know keeping people up to date on what's going on on your on your social side of things is is as important or more important than anything else yeah i didn't even think about that actually i mean when was the last time, when was the last time you went to a driver's website that, that, that's what i just started going through my mind i'm like yeah you don't really need that anymore and and the best way to keep it up to date is if it had your social feeds directly plugged into it because that's the most up-to-date information that you're doing anyway so it makes a lot of sense really yeah, I think so. I mean, I, you know, I feel like um, from my standpoint, you know, we do, like I said, we do all of our, like our press releases. And then right below that is all of social media. So whether it's Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, it's got all of them tied to it. YouTube. Um, I feel like, you know, that's for me, it's been the easiest. And I keep wanting to do videos. I keep wanting to do more of YouTube. Um, I've set out like 10 times. I bought a bunch of camera stuff and I was going to do YouTube and 
it's hard. Like, I don't know how people get, like, big YouTube followings because, like, we did a deal. We we posted the video the other day of um, Harper giving me my helmet and the, the story of it. And, like, I had, like, 800 likes between, at the time, like, 800 likes between all three social medias that I run. And I had 40 views on the video. And I'm like, okay, well, the, the post on social media was to watch the video. And people liked it or commented on it. But then I was only 40 views. And I was like, that doesn't add up in my mind. So I, don't, I, I, I was struggling with that. But uh, it's, still, it's still fun. You know, I think, I think for all of us, the interact. like I said, I think that, that it keeps coming back to the interaction. You know, I'm, I'm probably, I probably like to talk a lot more than most drivers. My coochies over here, like, no, not it, not him. Um, so that that, I would say that that helps, right? But uh, I don't know. I I just like the interaction part of it. What happens when the interaction turns negative? Like, for instance, the the indie thing. You know, you posted a statement after that, responding to everything. Do you go through all those comments, you know, even on, on a bad day like that? Or do you just have to kind of turn it off after a while? <laughs> My wife gets so mad at me because I go through good, bad, or indifferent, right? Like, it doesn't matter to me if it's good or if it's bad. Like, I want to know what people are saying, and I want to know what the interaction is. And, and, and the hard part for me is I get really aggravated when people don't tag me. Like, if you're going to subtweet or if you're going to tweet about somebody, like, at least tag them so they know what you're saying, right? Because I feel like that's... That's like going to high school and, and you know, you're at the at one table and you're talking about somebody sitting at another table, right? Be man or woman enough to like stand up and say, Hey, this is this is how I feel and this is what I think. Um, you know, my my statement from Indy was a was kind of a a loaded statement. I felt like uh, which Steve Letart and I actually had this conversation. Um, he called me after after Indy and we had this conversation about you know, there was a lot of things that happened that day, obviously, that we're all – there wasn't a lot of positives out of it, right? But there was a lot of the story that never got – that never got told. And, and you know, I, I told Steve, I said, you know, you, you buried me on TV, and, and which led to a lot of what happened on social media. I mean, like, they took your comments and, the, and, and Jeff Burton's comments, and they turned those into headlines, and they didn't – what they said wasn't necessarily as bad as what the headlines ended up reading, but it still caused things to, to be snowballed into something that, you know, I had people that wanted NASCAR to drug test me and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm like, I, it, I mean, it literally went from, from zero to a hundred right now. And so I felt like for me, it was important to put out a statement. Um, it, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. It didn't, it didn't change anybody's perception. It didn't fix what happened on the racetrack. But for me, I at least feel like all sides of the story should be heard at all times, right? So that's that's where social media is at for me. Is like whether you like somebody's opinion or not, you can at least post it out there on social media, and, and that way people know where you're at and why you stand for what you stand for. And and so that's what uh, that's why the indie that's why the indie one was the way that it was. But it was great because because of social media, it caused the conversation between Steve and I. And I don't know that it changes anything on how he how he did the tv side of things but but for sure we had great dialogue out of it and i feel like i feel more comfortable with where he's at as a broadcaster and 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 his position on things and and understanding some things and i also think he understands some things of where i felt like i was at as a driver so it was it social media caused great dialogue that that we would have never have gotten had it not been there 
Something you touched on uh, earlier at the start of that last comment um, is very interesting to me and it, about tagging people. I think that's a really interesting conversation that I personally struggle with because let's say you're going to say that, um, man, uh, Justin Allgaier uh, messed up right there or something like that, right? If I or, or somebody, anybody tags you in it, it's almost like they're wanting to you to read it. Like, so you said you, you want to read it because you want, right. you know, be a man about it if you're going to say it. But at the same time, that could bring like a ton of hate your way like an avalanche of people being like, yeah, that guy sucks or something. So like, you know, what, what is the balance there? I guess w- when do you tag somebody? When not you, you feel like if you're going to talk about somebody, Hey, let them know about it. Well, I mean, I feel like, um, whether it's, it's media or, or fan or TV, it doesn't matter. Like I, I see a lot of stuff like because I follow a volume of people, right. I see a lot of stuff where people aren't tagged and you go through and you like, you read the comments and, and, because that person's not tagged, like you're reading comments and you're like, okay, well, obviously they're positive or negative or whatever. But the funny ones to me are the ones where like I'll see somebody's response with a tag of mine in it, but the original post didn't tag me in it. So it's like now I'm catching it secondhand. Yeah. And then it's like then you read back through it and then you get fired up. Yeah. Like I would feel like I would almost be better off to be – to know what somebody said. And at the end of the day, like – if we make a mistake, right? If we do something stupid, indie, for example, like we already know what happened. We already know it was dumb. Like we already have discussed it internally as much as anybody else externally is going to discuss it. That being said, um, it, it at least would, I guess, I, I don't know. For me personally, I think from your standpoint or from, you know, whether it's any other media member or, or fan or whatever, I think tagging somebody is, Appropriate? I don't know. I, I want to at least know if you're talking about me. I at least want to know. What good, bad, or indifferent? I at least want to know. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, let's wrap up on a more positive note. Um, when it comes to being a dad and, and sharing your home life, you mentioned that you know let you let Ashley handle a lot of stuff because she's in that used to do being in that role. Um, so, what is the balance there? Like, do you feel like it's uh, it's fans want to see that part of your life, and you feel comfortable sharing that part of your life? Well, I think I think I'm probably more comfortable sharing that part of my life than I, than than what would fans would want to see of that part of my life. But you know, I think the funny part for me is just uh, you know being around the racetrack and and talking to a lot of our fans. Uh, I get a lot more responses on the posts that I make about my daughter than I do on the posts that I make about whatever else is going on in my life. So I I still struggle with that though because I don't mind posting. Like I would post pictures of my daughter every day right like i love my daughter and and i'm i'm super happy to watch her grow up and like be a part of it that being said i feel like sometimes in this sport you find like there's 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 enough and there's too much and i don't want to ever hit that plateau because i feel like once you hit that that number like it just it separates you out from everybody else like you don't want to go to work or to dinner or to whatever and one person is constantly like, oh man, hey, I got this new photo in my in my wallet, or I've got this new fo- photo on my phone, and like constantly showing people photos of their kids. Like, like I love that, right? But but at the end of the day, like I love it because it's, she's my daughter. Not everybody else loves it because that's not their daughter, right? Like they could care less. Um, so I, I I don't know. I struggle with that. But like my wife, I feel like the people that follow my wife are either a really close friends of hers, or or b they understand that that's what they're getting right like i I think sometimes as as drivers um 
or team members, you're in a different role, right? And I feel like you're the same way in the media. Like, you you are Jeff Gluck of jeffgluck.com, right? So you are posting as a media member, but if you post personal stuff on your page, right, it's different. Like, it's a different part of Jeff Gluck that people aren't used to. Like, Justin Allgaier is kind of the same way. Like, if they watch me race on Saturday in the grandstands, whatever, and they want to see what's going on next week – they don't necessarily know that they're signing themselves up for a picture of my daughter or, you know, a picture of her at dance class or what, you know, whatever. So I don't know. I, I, I think that there is a balance. I, I don't know that I know what it is. Um, but I try really hard to not over incorporate one side or the other. Like I want people to understand like my social media pages are my own. And, and so if I'm, if I post only info and, and, commercial type content right like race team style content people are gonna be like oh yeah he know he doesn't do any of his social media but then again if i only post on my daughter people are gonna be like well i can't go there for information of what i want to find out so it's like trying to find that balance is is really important for me yeah that makes a lot of sense well thanks so much for taking the time to join us yeah absolutely thank you all right everybody so there you have it and he makes a good point about tagging people in your tweets it is kind of annoying when i see my name mentioned without being tagged in it. I'm like, well, why are you talking about me without tagging my name in it? So I guess I should do the same. I I was just trying to do it to be nice in some ways if it's something negative and not bring sort of the negativity into their feed with people replying to me and tagging that person's name in it. But he is sort of right, though. I mean, if you're going to say something about somebody, good or bad, you might as well show that you're talking about them. It's better than trying to sort of hide it in some ways. So I, I think I need to start tagging more people when I'm talking about them. Speaking of talking about people, I have some patron shout-outs to give, and these are people who are supporting both the podcast and my website on patreon.com, and I appreciate them doing that so I can get to the track and do these interviews for you. Um, This week, I want to thank Shayla Johnson, Ray Hostin, Vanessa Newton, and Christy Boyer. Thank you all very much. I appreciate that. Now, I won't be at a track this weekend, Um, I'm skipping Charlotte Motor Speedway. It's my last non-travel week of the year. However, Monty Dutton, the esteemed racing writer, is going to be covering it for jeffgluck.com. And then I will do a post-race podcast whenever the race gets in. Uh, You know, the weather looking a little bit iffy. Hopefully it does get in on Sunday. But even if it's Monday, Tuesday, whatever it is, uh, I will be doing a post-race podcast after that from my home here in Portland, Oregon. So check that out. And until then, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.